Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is July the 10th, 2020. It is the 118th day of the virus. And yesterday we find found ourselves uh, admiring Jesus walking on the water and the disciples getting their heads around who it was. And then Peter, after he identifies the commander that it was Jesus, then asks to be commanded by him and Jesus does command him, command him to say, come. So today we're going to finish the interaction with Peter, which is, of course, amazing, as all scripture is. This is Matthew chapter 14, and uh, we'll start at verse 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, and they said, it's a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I, ego and me, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, if I got the right guy, command me to come to you on the water. Verse 29, he, Jesus said, come. <clears throat> so Peter does one of the greatest acts of faith, belief, and voting with his feet of all time, if not the greatest of all time. He recognizes the commander, he asks to be obeyed, he gets a command, and then he obeys successfully. He does three things here. Uh, verse 29, he got out of the boat and walked on water and came to Jesus. One, two, three. Got out of the boat, walked on water, comes, came to Jesus. Happy story, rainbows and puppies. But then verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. So again, he gets the right guy again, I guess, with the, the second save. Verse 31, Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And then verse 33, which I don't think we're going to get to today, and those in the boat worshipped him and saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So again, Peter, he recognizes the commander. He asked him to be commanded. He gets commanded. So he has he has the right faith in the right direction. He has the right amount of faith. He has the right action in obedience. He goes in the right direction, and then he gets the the wind part, seeing the wind. He gets that wrong. He gets distracted. We find out that uh, in the story in verse 30, when he saw the wind, he was afraid. But then Jesus describes what really was happening in verse 31. He says, you you had too little faith. You doubted. So the doubt and the faith were the problem, not the fear. The fear came from the problem of not having enough uh, faith. And then uh, because of the fear thing, then he begins to sink. Then he needed a rescue. Uh, reminded me of the Dear Abby where the, the writer to, to Dear Abby, you know, gives them a ten, 10 things they've done wrong. And then finally one thing. Like, can you rescue me from this? No, you got 10, 10, 10 problems. For Peter here, he does a lot right in the story. He's not the dear Abby of the story. 
one thing I think is is fun about the story is that Jesus knows our frailty. He knows that we are a disappointing people. He knows that Peter is a disappointing per- person. And then what happens when Peter disappointed Jesus? Did Jesus just throw in the towel and, you know, was is this going to be the last time Peter disappoints Jesus? Nope. Jesus basically says, I'm right here. I'm within arm's reach. Um, I'm the person you can take hold of. I'm the person that started this whole thing with the command. So a couple of, of uh, points. Number one, Jesus helps us in things that he has sanctioned and, he, and has commanded. He gives us his Holy Spirit, which Peter did not have at the time. We even have more advantage than he does. So don't expect the Lord's rescue for things that are outside of his will or approval. That's a just a cautionary tale about making applications to this. But I think he really is calling us to faith and not to doubt him. Um, he knows that we're dust. He, he made us out of dust, so he knows that we're frail. He knows that there's going to be wind. He knows that it's a fallen world. But here's the thing, is if we stick with the commander and the commands of the commander, we're going to be in good shape. So what I think he's saying to Peter here is not, I am disappointed in you, Peter. I think what he's saying to him is like, if you've ever helped a little kid ride a bike, and you can just see that they're, they've almost got it. You've got your hand on the back of their neck so they don't fall and kill themselves, and they've they're just about ready to launch off. So Peter here, he has the right faith. He's the right direction of faith. He has the right object of faith. He has the right amount of faith. He has the right action of faith. He has this faith initiated uh, well, and then he gets distracted. And I think what's happening is Jesus is saying to him, like a like the rider of a bike is like, oh, you almost had it, Peter. You had five out of the six things right. You were so close. So I don't think Jesus is condemning Peter here at the end. My impression of this is I think he's a little bit delighted with Peter. I think he was happy to save Peter. I think he was happy he got out of the boat. Eleven guys didn't get out of the boat. You got one guy who gets out of the boat in faith and boldness and and, uh, faith in the commander. So I think this is a relatively happy story. So as we ride our bikes today, let's keep our eyes on the commander. Amen. Mm-hmm.